I'm Chris Turner, and this is the Empowered Parent Podcast. Greetings, and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. Joining me once again are Ryan and Kayla North. Hi, guys. Hey, Chris. Chris. So last time we left our listeners, we were talking about practicing outside the moment for the holidays. And we talked about, uh, you know, new foods or different foods and receiving infection and that kind of stuff. But there's two other areas that I think are really pertinent when it comes to this time of the year. And the first of those is receiving gifts, which is something that some of our kids don't handle as well as you think they would. We had one of ours who now she's an amazing gift giver now. So just to give you some hope, mm. I want to tell you the story. <laughs> I may have even shared it here before. I can't remember. But one of our kiddos was the most awful gift receiver on the face of the planet. Like, drove me bananas how horribly she accepted these gifts, right? Mm. So you would get something. You knew it was just exactly what she wanted. Um, She had asked for it. She, you know, had been begging for it for months. You'd searched and you found the very last one on the shelf at the store and you were so excited. Now, this was before Amazon Prime, right? Right. So I didn't have it primed (laughs) to my door at that point. But I'd like gone to the store and I found this and she was, I knew she was going to just love it. And she literally pulled it out of the bag and went, I don't really like this. Why'd you get this for me? Why didn't you get me and named all the things that she wished she'd gotten instead? I wanted to lose my ever-loving mind. Now, this is not an episode about why that bothers me, because I have since figured that out, and it's my own stuff. Are you are you um, signing up to do an F- episode about why stuff our kids do bothers us? Oh, absolutely. That oh, definitely yeah. sounds like a good episode. Next season, gang. Next season. <laughs> Next season, or- we'll do one of those. Because... Part of it, the reason that it bothered me so much was my own stuff. Mm. But part of it was I needed to do some practicing with her on how to accept a gift because I had gone to a lot of trouble to pick out a gift for her that I thought she would love. And the same is going to be true, but for grandparents or for aunts and uncles, they're going to pick out a gift that they think the kids are going to absolutely love. And they may not really know the kids very well. And the kids are like, oh, I already have three of these. (laughs) Oh, okay. That wasn't exactly what grandma wanted to hear. (laughs) Obviously, you have three of them because you like them. So grandma did a good job picking out a gift. So maybe you can say, I really like this. That's that's one of my favorite things. Mm. You don't have to tell grandma you already have three of them (laughs) that you got from, you know, all the other family members that knew you wanted one, too. Or, you know, I mean, there's, there's so many different ways we can kind of practice with our kids. Okay, what if you get this pink bow set and this is your tomboy girl who Mm. hates anything that's pink but great aunt Susie thinks you're a girl you should wear pink hair bows Mm. what do you do when you get the pink bows do you go I hate pink this is ugly this is stupid well yeah because it's ugly and stupid mom and you're like (laughs) no 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 that's not how you respond because we want to have an attitude of gratitude right? right but that's often really hard for our kids And our kids haven't gotten there yet. So we have to teach them the skills to show appreciation for a gift, even if it's not your favorite thing. Yeah. Well, I I remember um, practicing that with her. 
Yeah. And you took um, some of like the sponges you used to wash dishes with <laughs> and put them in boxes. And she sat on the kitchen. We all sat on the kitchen floor. And oh, she I, had no idea what was in them, in the boxes. Cl- she just I, was opening them. I remember like it was yesterday. I was sitting on, just in front of the dishwasher. You had your back to the stove. I had my back to the fridge. And we gave her the box and opened it. And then she kind of reacted. And we, we did it several times, encouraging her to... Um, have a little bit more gratitude. Now, um, the great news was we actually did that leading up to her birthday mm. because um, we were really concerned about her, uh, meh, whatever, <laughs> attitude to her friends bringing gifts. Yes. And so I remember sitting in there in the living room and she did gifts and uh, and uh, her friend Alana sitting next to her and kind of, you know, helping her open the gifts. And everything. Oh, thank you. That is so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> It was almost a little over the top, but it was so, we were so proud of her that she transferred the skill, right? Mm. And all it was, was just a little bit of practicing and we don't have to teach our kids to go, oh my gosh, this is the best gift (laughs) ever, right? They don't have to lie about it, but they can say, thank you. At least they can say, you know, oh, I could use this sponge to help mom in the kitchen, you know, I mean, whatever they can, they can say something. If nothing else, they can say Thank you, Aunt Susie. That was nice of you Mm. to get me a gift. I appreciate it, right? Because that at least is honest, grateful. They don't have to lie and be like, oh, I love pink bows. Let me put it on right now, you know? (laughs) They can later go, Mom, what am I supposed to do with this pink bow? Oh, well, you can give it to your sister, you know. It's it's kind of like the previous episode where you say thank you for the warm cornbread stuffing. (laughs) Right, and And then you let Dad feed it to the dog. <laughs> um, that's funny advice. It's not great advice. <laughs> if if Granny's going to find out. If your dog is allowed to eat people food, because some dogs are not. That's true. If that's, Granny's that's, dog's that's... allowed to eat people food. <laughs> but we digress. My Granny dog's we're allowed to eat people food, but her granny's but dogs are like fed people food with like spoons. Yeah. <laughs> like try to give them dog food one time, they're like, what do you think I am, a dog? <laughs> my, my grandmother's dogs, you know, they were outside only dogs. Yeah. And uh, their food bowl was an old hubcap. Oh, there you go. And, and it was scraps of whatever was, was not eaten at dinner. Left over. Yep, that was it. Yep. Back when cars had hubcaps. <laughs> Back when cars had hubcaps, right. <laughs> Wheel covers. <laughs> but that's another podcast. For <laughs> um, here's the other thing, though. Again, in the previous episode, we talked about... Um, not only preparing the kids and practicing outside of the moment, but uh, we learned the hard way um, to give extended family a heads up that that uh, gift giving might not go swimmingly. Um, one year too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our son, who's uh, 10 at the time, is probably five maybe at the time when this happened. Uh, he's about to turn five. Yeah. This is his first Christmas with us. He's about to turn five. And so... Um, my, we're over at Kayla's parents' house, and they'd got in. Uh, you've seen these these remote control cars where the front wheels are small, the big wheels are re- the back wheels are really big, and it's got like the fifth wheel on its top, and you can like flip it over, flip them over. Yeah, yeah. I love this. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like he had like several of those, and so because I think like everybody, like my parents, one of my siblings, Kayla's parents, <laughs> and like us all got in one of these. So, so I actually never thought about that. He may have literally been like, oh, a third one of these <laughs> yeah. by the time Another he got one. it. But he opened it. And and he was standing, and I'll never forget it, because I, I, I was sitting in a chair, and he sat next to me, and Kayla's dad handed it to him. And he, and he opened it, he looked at it, he dropped it to the ground, and he stomped it with his foot and crushed it. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And, and so um, 
in in our defense, we understood a lot less about trauma six years ago than mm. we did today. Um, in in Kayla's dad's defense, he understood nothing about trauma six years ago, <laughs> and so um, man, I because uh, because like I think he wanted to explode, but I think he wanted to like play it cool for Kayla or something. Mm. So it was a really awkward moment. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! I mean, it's we laugh now, but it was like, oh my gosh! I, like, yeah. I didn't even know what to say. Do we do we have to leave now? Right. <laughs> Seriously, do, do you it want was us like... to sweep that up before we leave, or are you going to get it? vacuum it? Uh... Like Josh, pick it up and put oh, it in the trash. It was awful, and it was just like, and the kid loves remote control yes. cars. I mean, he loves. It wasn't because like he didn't mean it, Daddy. He didn't know. I know. I that. mean, it's like he loves those things. It was yeah. a gift that he loved. I think he actually had like tried to do it, and it wasn't on or something, mm. and it wouldn't move. And he's like, ah, and it was out of frustration. Mm. But it was one of those like, oh my goodness, yeah. what just happened here? He just received this gift and crushed it. I mean, this is back when you had to go to the store and buy stuff, when Amazon didn't bring it to your house. Right. So, I mean, people had to literally, I mean, there was thought and effort involved in this. <laughs> well, let's be honest, if Kayla's, grand, uh, Kayla's dad bought it, he just, the first thing he saw. <laughs> possible. That's possible. <laughs> Although he, uh, Sorry about the coffee. No, the reason I say that for Libby's birthday um, this year, uh, he went, she was over at my in-law's house and I went to go pick her up and I get there and she's like in a full ninja outfit. <laughs> nice. And, and, and I, I'm like, oh, Libby, she's like, it's my birthday gift. Um, and, um, and I said, oh, that's cool. And my mother looks at me, she goes, grandpa took her birthday shopping. It's the first thing he saw. <laughs> I'm like, she loves it. It looks awesome. I, I was going to say, awesome. knowing Libby the way I do, that's kind of a perfect gift in a lot of ways. She loved it and had to like fight her siblings off of it too because they all wanted to fit into her little six-year-old costume. So you, she's big for her age is what they were thinking. <laughs> so you know that, have you seen that that uh, that laundry detergent ad where the dad's like, um, you know, six days a week she dresses in her Buzz Lightyear outfit and then one day I can convince her to dress no, like it's, a princess. The princess. It's the princess yeah, thing. Yeah, then one day I can get the princess dress off of her to wash it, yeah. To it was be kind the of, it was, sheriff or whatever that Yeah, day. it was kind yeah. of like that. Not Buzz yeah. Lightyear, Woody is what I meant to say. Woody, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like that. You had to sort of like sneak the, uh, <laughs> the ninja outfit into the wash. Yes. And in <laughs> typical fashion, I don't think she knows where the ninja outfit is today. No. And her birthday was 90 days ago. <laughs> well, Which is the point in church on Sunday. Man, you get all wrapped up about Christmas. He says, you can't remember what you got five years ago. He said, even more convicting, you don't remember what you got last year. <laughs> yes, and for our kids, the box is more exciting anyways. Right. I mean, yeah, have you seen, remember, have you seen it's a family. family. Yes, that's what <laughs> I was like, thinking of. Aren't you going to play with that $200 dollhouse? It took me all night to assemble it. <laughs> Did it come in a big, a big box? box. <laughs> Yeah, you want me to get it? Yes! <laughs> I, I think I remember when the trailers first started hitting, I texted you and said, I've watched this thing like five times, and the Christmas thing about the boxes at the end of the trailer had me laughing out loud every <laughs> single time. What's funny about that is when we get Amazon deliveries, we have to go get those empty boxes out of the kids' rooms because they sit and build forts with them oh, and yeah. yes. decorate Everywhere. them as racing cars. We have our little engineer at home. Kelly and I were actually... <laughs> Half jokingly say this just today. Maybe we should just get him a stack of empty boxes and some Seriously. tape because he will just 
He's very creative in what he can assemble. There he built go. he built tanks one well, year. Nice. I, I would think, boxes. I think Dallas so. would, would vouch for gaffer tape. It, it provides much more structural integrity <laughs> than packing tape. Yes, well. So it's a f- 15 bucks a roll, so. Yeah, it's a little more expensive. Right. Hence the packing tape. So. <laughs> But you're getting empty boxes, so I feel like you can spring for the good tape. <laughs> you, you know what you could do? You could just go to like a, a liquor store and, and ask them for their empty whiskey boxes, and then you just have to, then there's no problem springing for the nice expensive tape because the boxes are free. You might get some sideways looks from your friends when they come by to visit and wonder why your kids are playing with alcohol boxes. But uh, Just tell them to bull a NASCAR. They have like Seagram's on the side of those things. You, you just got to you gotta get paint. He's got to have paint so he can mm. paint it too. Yeah, I'm sure the carpet in his room would appreciate the paint. In the driveway. Chris is like, you're supposed to paint that outside. He's like, nobody oh. told me. <laughs> it's funny you should mention that considering the uh, paint jobs that have appeared in my garage on certain items. So, Oh my goodness gracious. Tell me more, tell me more. Maybe uh, later. Maybe I later. was going to yeah. say. Not really relevant to the podcast so episode. What is the next scenario of the which we feel we should prepare <laughs> our children for, Christopher? Well, you know, we, we've talked about, between this episode and the last one, we've talked about you know f- foods and affection and gifts. But uh, for a lot of us, there's one aspect involved in getting to all those things, and that's the dreaded T word. Travel. Yes, travel. So some of us can go by uh. car. Some of us have to go by plane, and sometimes, depending on the weather or how far you're going, there's even a hotel involved. Yes. Yeah. So our trips got Thanksgiving got a little easier because the day before we left, we purchased a 15 seat Ford Transit <laughs> van. Uh, if anybody with connections to Ford is listening to this and wants to comp the van, you just email us at info@onebighappyhuman.com, <laughs> and we will talk about Ford in every episode. <laughs> Otherwise, this is the last time you're going to hear Otherwise, about this it. is the last time you hear the word Ford. <laughs> no. um, yeah, I don't know if Dallas is going to leave that in or not. Um, his brother works for Chevrolet. Uh, so anyhow, um, so that does make it a little easier because um, our kids now are uh, 16. They can't through touch six. each other. <laughs> yes. And it was interesting, like immediately, like the, the, the requests for pit stops to go to the bathroom went um, completely subsided. Mm. Like, we would go and visit Kayla, and we had a suburb, and so we had like a tiny car, right? But the kids are all getting bigger, and so we'd go, and then we'd probably stop twice on the way to San Angelo, which is a um, three-hour and 45-minute drive from our house. Um, we get in this thing, and we drove out to Van Horn, Texas, which is as far from my house as Memphis, Tennessee is. We stopped twice. F- FYI. Texas is big. Yes, it uh, is. Um, we stopped twice, and the second time was to go into a restaurant for dinner. One was for a potty break. And then uh, from there, we went to San Angelo to Kayla's grandparents, and um, that is about three hours and 45 minutes. There was not a single request for a stop. We did it in one drive. And it's all because they're more comfortable in the vehicle and they're not being annoyed by anybody because mm-hmm. everybody had an open seat next to them. Yeah. So that was really, really great, great for us. But... Um, not everybody has the big transit van. I get that. Um, and, and I told Kayla, I don't know why she was reluctant to buy one of these things years ago when I wanted to. <laughs> and some what of he, us can't even, can't even get the Suburban, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. yeah so What he means to say is I asked for one of these about 10 Kayla, years ago. We don't ago. need to talk about them. They weren't as nice 10 years ago, <laughs> so you're he welcome. he said, that belongs in the church parking lot, not in my driveway. <laughs> to be fair... 
Are those vans that you were talking about still do actually belong in church parking lots? Yeah, and I think we only had two children at the time. So, I mean, it probably was a little overkill then, but I was just planning ahead. We bought a minivan when we only had one child. There you go. So, See? you got to plan ahead. So, so Liberty, uh, who is six, you know when you have a six-year, when you have, uh, when you have a, a group of kids, like we have six of them, right? So the youngest kid's the same age as the oldest kid in many ways. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like she did like kind of just skipped kiddie TV shows. Yeah. Well, she started watching Barney recently with <laughs> with Addie, and um, and so um, they called me um, yesterday. Maybe it was on the way home from work, and uh, and uh, she's singing "Mommy is a Dinosaur." <laughs> and I'm like, let me help you, Libby. And I'm like, "Mommy is a dinosaur with in-home refrigeration." The big white van in our driveway makes it seem like a bus station. Tuna <laughs> Barney, and she was just cracking herself He's up. Very good at rhyming. I'm really gonna get a get a like a like one of those magnets, that says, not a shuttle, and just stick it on the side when we go places. Yeah. Because yeah. what did Josh say? Do you, don't go. To, we He's can't like, go. please don't go to the airport, mommy. People will think we're trying to pick them up to take them somewhere. Hey, you make a little money. That's right. Make a little money. We'll just put an Uber tag out there and we'll be good. (laughs) Yes. But I think travel in and of itself can be just so... Overwhelming. Crazy. Yes. I mean, there's... You just want to get there. You want to get where you're Mm. going, whether you're getting to family's house or you're going back home. And the kids are tired and they're cranky and they're out of their routine. And so you have to prepare... to charge their tablets. Yes. You have to prepare them in advance for... The trip, you know, if it's going to be a long car trip, then you're going to prepare them and you're going to say, okay, we're going to, here's where we're going to sit in the car and you got to figure out who sits well next to each other. And then you've got to make sure they've got the things that they need to keep them comfortable. We have one of our kids that cannot handle the sniffling if somebody's got the sniffles. And when we were in our suburban this would cause major meltdowns when someone had the sniffles because this child was afraid that, I don't know what this child was afraid of exactly, but freaking out. So now what we know is this child needs noise. We know what noise. the child is afraid of. Because last time the sibling who sniffles, sniffles, it led to coughing, which, which led, led to, to barfing. barfing on That's her plate. No, that was, well, yeah. So they're all connected. They're all mind. connected. Yeah. And so in this child's mind, the sniffles is going to lead to barfing. And therefore, I need to get away from this child so that I don't, ha- I don't get barfed on. Right? So now we know in the car, we have to have noise-canceling headphones. Because noise-canceling headphones makes everything better. You can't hear the sniffling. We can also position them so they're not so close together. And then they are able to function in the same car together, right? Um, we not have just noise-canceling headphones for the car trip. you got to take the shooting range earmuffs for the bedrooms. That's Yeah, that's the other thing. Sleeping in the same room, you know, when we go to a hotel, right? I mean, at home, our kids share bedrooms, right? They've, we've got four bedrooms, so there's two in each bedroom. But when we go to a hotel, we get a two-bedroom, we get a two-bedroom hotel room, and when we're in that two-bedroom hotel room, everybody can hear everybody, right? Yeah. Right. You can hear Daddy snore. You can hear uh, Joshy sniffle. You Daddy can hear. You can hear. You know, Brooklyn grinding her teeth or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you're hearing all the noises you wouldn't normally hear. Right. And so, 
you've got to prepare for that. What do you do? Well, we take a noise maker with us and we separate the ones that can't handle certain noises or can't sleep with somebody in the room that's snoring or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we, we prepare in advance for that because we know when we get there, we're all going to be tired and cranky. So the kids know before we leave, okay, we're going to this hotel. There's going to be two bedrooms and then there's going to be a living room. Mm. And so you and you are in this bedroom. You and you are in this bedroom. You and you are on the couch or whatever. Yeah. And that way in advance, there's no anxiety for our kids wondering, oh my gosh, am I going to have to sleep in the room with him? Because he's going to sniffle and I'm not going to be able to sleep. Mm. And they've all got their, the anxiety level just goes way down. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Because if we can l- lower the anxiety level... Um, we're winning, and 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 part of that is um, we can make minor adjustments, right? So, um, our d- our daughter was, um, you know, when we head out to Central Texas or West Texas, uh, if we think our allergies are bad in the city here in Dallas, oh my gosh, uh, we can't breathe when we get like ninety minutes west of town. And so, she's in San Angelo, and. Uh, She's also the child who choked at three and a half. So she has real, real anxiety about choking and she's laying and her drainage is kind of getting in her throat and she's concerned that she is going to, um, is concerned that she's going to um, choke. And so um, we were playing cards at, around the kitchen to the dining room table at Kayla's grandmother's house with her folks and, and the older kids. And so we brought her in, put her in the living room, put her in a recliner because, you know, Everybody over 70 has recliners in their home. Right. Uh, put the, put her in the recliner, let her, um, so she gets sleep sitting up. Gave her a bite of turkey for some additional nighttime juice, the tryptophan. <laughs> nighttime juice. And then she loves every night of her life for the last, like, three months. She's listened to Christopher Robin audio book to go to sleep. So I put Christopher Robin on, put her headphones on her head, and uh, she went right to sleep. Mm. Uh, which, which are just really minor adjustments. Um, but, but there was a time when we would have just spent two hours forced to go to bed. Don't come out. You don't, I don't want to see you again. Go to bed. Yeah. And we solved that problem by helping her feel, um, not just by helping her feel safer, but helping her feel loved and hurt. You know, hurt. And hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. And, and we miss that so much. We just want to just like children should be seen and not heard. That's horrible advice. I think especially when we're around family members and we really want our parents and our grandparents and our cousins and our siblings we want everybody to think we're doing a good job we're still seeking approval yeah Yeah. we've still got that little bit of like okay i need my kid to go to bed because i said so because Mm. that's what a good parent does right their kids go to bed when they say so and so we get while we might be really good at home when we're on the road so to speak it doesn't always come across and then our kids get confused and they're like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Right. They're like, why at home you would have let me have Turkey or peanut butter. Why here? Is it just go to bed, go to bed, go to bed. Yeah. So we have to be mindful of that for our kids when we make those adjustments. Yeah. Cause we were just talking about sleeping in hotels on the way, but there is, you know, sleeping at somebody's house that you don't usually sleep at and, Without well, be other noises at night, different yeah. noises, yeah. different beds, inflatable mattress, couch, whatever you do, right? For the family different scene. smells. Yeah, I mean the the, the hotel radio is crazy. I know. So we go. This isn't Christmas related, but <laughs> um, so we do this this um, 
Cam for adoption of foster families in Colorado uh, at Horn Creek, which is a Sky Ranch property, every August. And so, um, you know, that's kind of where we, we got to know the Turners and really, really got to know them. And we've been doing that for years together. And uh, we would stop in Amarillo, which is kind of halfway there, and, and us, and then uh, another family, the Link family. Um, we kind of all meet together and swim together at, at the hotel, and then we go out to dinner together. That's kind of the start of vacation. Um, but that hotel, you, you before we started recording, Chris said uh, on their way back, they like drove through the night and they were trying to check in at 2 a.m. in the morning and nobody was there at the desk. I'm like, I've got to check in at like 2 p.m. in the afternoon and there was nobody at the desk. Well, yeah, it'd be one thing if there was nobody at the desk, but there was no one at the desk and the door was locked because oh. it's 2 in the morning. So we couldn't even get into the hotel. <laughs> They're and like, it, go away. It's time to be asleep, not checking into right. the hotel. Well, the one thing I do like about that hotel, it is in the pickup radius of the uh, the big Texan steakhouse, which is on that, that man versus food show. <laughs> it's, right. one of the, it's one of the eating challenges he did. And then we, we called ahead. And there was this uh, stretch limo with like long horns on the hood that took us to the restaurant. I've never been in a stretch limo with long horns on the hood. So that was pretty, pretty exciting. And then we watched these dudes lift it like a 72 ounce steak, a baked potato and a salad in an hour. It's so and, gross. Insane. Okay. So what I didn't realize from the TV show, they actually have like a stage in the middle of the restaurant where so, you have to go. So you're eating elevated where everybody could watch and people are like gathering around taking pictures of you and talking to you. So I, I felt so miserable watching these people try to eat that much food do you have to eat the sh- the skin of the baked potato or just the or just uh, it's just the inside but it's just the inside. you cannot discard any part of the meat like if there's like gristle or fat or whatever you actually have to call somebody over and they have to offer a ruling as to whether you have to eat it or whether you can discard it oh yeah Dude, I felt I felt because like I'm not a gr- I'm not a gristle person, man. No, That's so gross. Oh well, this is video of this this woman. Yeah. I forget her name. She's a professional eater. I think she ate like seventy two ounce steak in like four minutes. Oh my god! She's like picked it up and like ate it like a sandwich. It's <laughs> like gnawing on it. it was, I don't think she even chewed. I think she just like bit off a chunk and swallowed. And on that note, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> yeah, gross. Okay. Enjoy your beef roast. Well, what about what about airplane travel? What about airplane travel? It's so, my I favorite think, way to travel. I think we've told the With story. With your children? Yeah, that's not my favorite way to <laughs> no, travel. No. So we've only traveled once with all of our children. And thankfully, it was not in the holidays, but it was on, we were going on vacation. We were going to Disney World. And you guys practiced outside the moment for we it. We totally practiced outside the moment, and it paid off when we got there. Yeah. And it was one of those things that seemed really funny at the time, but we were like, oh my gosh, how are we going to get all these kids on a Southwest Airlines, by the way, where there's no assigned seating. Right. So we we set up dining room chairs in the same configuration as the plane, and we practiced. We had like a hallway that was the you know that was the breeze. What's jet it called? Way. Jetway. I was like breezeway is not the right word. The jetway. It's breezy in there sometimes. It's right. No, it's not really. It's kind of stuffy usually. Um. So we we had like a hallway that was our jetway and we lined up in the order we were going to get on the plane and we practiced with car seats and everything. But the day of was so much less stressful because one... For, for you, because you went on the plane with Addie. I had the other five children all by well, myself. I did get to board first, which did make and it then, better. And then, and then my A boarding group, I, this, this is therapy, thank you. Uh, my A boarding group goes away because if you board with your kids, you board after group A, but before, before group B. And so now there's real anxiety because there's 64 people on the airplane right. already and there are only 149 seats, right. 40-something seats. But our kids didn't have anxiety because they had no idea what A boarding was. They uh, only knew that things were going according to the way we had 
practiced them. There you go. No, but here's the genius part about this. If you're going to do this, take a take a car seat on a plane, because when people see Kayla's put like a couple of car seat, like a car seat in a row, mm-hmm. people are like oh, I don't want to sit in any of that. Yeah, there you go. Car seat must be little baby might cry. Right. <laughs> yeah, and the yep. and the flight crew is pretty nice. So like they kind of yeah. stood in stood in the aisle and like just move along. You don't want these seats. <laughs> yeah, these are not the seats for you. <laughs> Yeah. So, but I think the the practicing outside the moment made such a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't just do it once. We did it multiple times. So, and like if you're, multiple different days. Multiple too. different days. We were like, okay, airplane practice again today. You know, and we pull out the seats, we try it. And it also helped us work out the kinks as far as, okay, that's not going to work for. Yeah, me to go first because then this is going to happen mm. or this kid's going to get left behind. So we've got, we had to do it really strategically. And our kids that have high anxiety were not so nervous about the plane because they knew what to expect. Yeah. And it wasn't exactly the same as the plane, but um, it was enough alike that our kids who had never flown were able to say, you know, this looks familiar to me. I we've done this disagree. before. It was a th- standard three aisle three configuration <laughs> with our is, wooden which, dining room which chairs. Is what Southwest <laughs> Airlines flies in their 737 fleet of Boeing aircraft. No, the configuration was beautiful. You did a nice job on that. It was just the, <laughs> so the chairs four. were a little different. There's a little more leg room, I think, on our home plane than there was on the actual plane. Well, we've plane. plugged Southwest Airlines so much. I hope to make an announcement uh, that Southwest <laughs> Airlines is the official travel partner. partner. <laughs> One big happy home in January. That would be fabulous. <laughs> Any of your listeners out there? <laughs> connected. This is not beneath me. I just want you to know. <laughs> so we're looking for Ford and Southwest. Who else? What, are, what other sponsors? Uh, I are don't want for? to offend my friends who work for American Airlines. So if they want to get on board, it's it's an arms race now, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we are equal opportunity That's advertisers. Right. I, That's I have right. a friend who works for American, and when he found out that we traveled more in Southwest at the time, we probably. Um, whatever probably equal now yeah at the time we were traveling more in southwest we were in american when he he's like man just give me your uh your advantage number i'll I'll code the system so you don't get charged for baggage and i said well we usually fly southwest and he looked at me and just walked out of the room (laughs) i think he was a little hurt i I think he like said goodbye to me at the end of that night before they left but that was about the extent of the conversation (laughs) in case you're unaware dallas in dallas fort worth it is the headquarters of both Southwest and American. And American, yeah. So lots of competition. Yeah, if you can get somewhere on Southwest <laughs> or American, you can. They don't have an airport, you, you, right? You probably don't need to. <laughs> they don't go have an there. airport, yeah. <laughs> Which is a beautiful luxury to have <laughs> yes, competing yes. major airlines in your town. Yep. Well, we hope that this episode and our previous one have given you some practical advice on how to handle the holidays and helping your kids get ready for those moments when they might have to taste some food they don't want or get a kiss from Aunt Susie that they're not really fond of, or deal with hotels, planes, and automobiles that they might not normally ride in. If you have any questions that we didn't cover, feel free to email them to us at info at onebighappyhome.com. If you're really talented and can squeeze your question into 280 characters, you can always tweet it to us at onebighappyhome. We also have a Facebook group just for podcast listeners, and we recently celebrated our one-year anniversary of the group being open. Just search for the Empowered Parent Podcast Community. You can subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, the Google Play Store, and Spotify. Just search for the Empowered Parent Podcast. If you've enjoyed and gotten value from our show, we would appreciate a review in any of these locations. 
The Empowered Parent Podcast is committed to helping parents of foster and adopted kids through connecting, correcting, and empowering principles. Thanks for listening, and Merry Christmas.